now. Happy, happy vibes, my friends. Welcome back to my podcast, Vibes by Alicia, where I believe in spreading killer vibes that light you up and give you that kick in the ass to craft the life you wish to live. This sacred space is dedicated to the lovers of all things business, travel, and lifestyle. Hey, it's about time you get the scoop on the latest vibes, so let's get to it. So in this week's episode, I'm really excited to share with you all someone that I just recently met. She and I have uh, been communicating over Zoom for for about a month, a month and a half. We just found, you know, so many common um, interests and we talked about partnerships and we talked about relationships. And I think this is a great opportunity for me to share a little bit about what she thinks about partnerships versus relationships. So I'm excited to share with you all my friend, Rhonda Nelson. Rhonda Nelson is a senior level marketing leader with over 20 years of experience. She understands and translates trends and consumer insights to into go-to-market strategies. Rhonda is VP or Group Account Director at 1035, a full-service advertising company. I love to share with you that she's also part of something that we will talk a little bit more in the episode, something called We Are One. It is a virtual event sponsor, and she's connecting musicians and fans to create shared experiences between music, community, education, and health. So join me as I welcome my friend Rhonda Nelson to our episode. For today, I wanted to talk a little bit about, okay, because you have a very clear... um, a very clear understanding, like a very clear idea or philosophy on the difference between a partnership between two people and a relationship between two people. So tell me a little bit about those two and why you feel so strongly about, you know, a partnership, you know, is, 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 is better. Um, well, to start off, I've kissed way too many frogs. Yeah. (laughs) So I had to start like really doing some deep dive into, just who I am myself and what's important to me. And just in just doing research, I was like, okay, when I think about a relationship, it feels more expectations, more like feelings, and it just feels so unstable and uh, opens the door to get hurt. Um, Whereas a partnership is, um, you know, you're a little bit more honest with yourself, with your wants and needs, you're very direct. Um, and you, you and your partner are, it's more of a nurturing, supporting scenario, but it's not built on that emotional base, which I think is like building a house of cards, right? Because when the wind blows, it's going to fall. Okay. But if you are rooted and in support of each other's needs, but yet still independent, then to me, that's a house made out of bricks. And that, and that partnership, you know, could last. Right. And so I think you mentioned something like it has, there has to be common goals. Mm -hmm. There has to be common value system. Yes. For partnerships to work. So what are some of those, for example, some, some, some goals that I think you're talking about or the values that you were mentioning the last time we talked. Right. So when I think about goals um, in a partnership, so being on the same page financially, because if you think about the root of of what causes a lot of problems in relationships, they have not had honest relationship or honest conversations, I mean, about their finances, um, where they want to be. 
And right. I can give you an example. So I was married. Uh, I was with my ex-husband for nine years. We were married for five. I was a little bit more of the, the saver, trying to make sure that, you know, planning for the future, whereas he lived in the right now. Okay. So whenever we had any type of financial issues, it was always me coming to the solve and having to pay for it because all he did was just spend his money. Mm-hmm. So it was a major bone of contention for me because I felt like he lacked that financial maturity. Yeah. Um, so, and we argued all the time about money and it was, a, it was just a major riff. Um, yeah. So, you know, true. how, how you spend the money, how frugal you are, exactly. um, what things you prioritize in terms of like, you know, where you want to spend your money and where you want to spend the money, but a common mm-hmm. goal is we're going to put this money together, for example, for travel or exactly. for us to buy a house or for us to be able to, you know, for like bigger things. Right. Exactly. And that's that budgeting, for instance, like, you know, we got married, we got all this money um, from, for gifts. And I put it into a savings account Yeah, and I just, I'm watching it dwindle because he was just taking it out, spending it. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, 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 time out. I yeah. said, okay, yeah. so that's how you want to be. We'll just split it and we'll never have account together again because <gasps> oh. I did not trust him. Okay. He just, he, it just didn't click for him. And he, uh-huh. it was, it was a constant for him. So just aside from the financial, I mean, think about sexually, you need to be on the same page, same make page, sure you understand right. each other's needs, right? Because that's always a bone of contention. If you have kids, what are your, um, what are your, what is your philosophy? Your parenting on, philosophy. Yeah, on, yeah. On parenting. Um, and how are you going to do that together as a team and not pit yourself one against the other with the kids and um, things of that nature? And I, I can only speak from my experience with my, my ex. Yeah. Um, one time I was in the grocery store with my daughters and I was pregnant at the time and I had a four-year-old and I had a two-year-old. So we're at the checkout and my daughter, the four-year-old looked at me. She was like, mommy, did you know I had some Euchre cards? I was like, Euchre cards. So, you know, as a mom, you do like a mental check of everything that, that the kid has. Yeah. And she had stolen them and put them in her pocket. Oh, wow. I, I looked at her. I said, you don't have any Yuka cars. I said, let me see your pocket. Sure enough, they were in there. So on the way home, I'm thinking, I'm going to, you're going to get a spanking, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, I need to be a little bit more hardcore. I want to scare the crap out of her. So I stopped at the police station because it was around the corner. <gasps> and I walked up to the police officer and I said, sir, I just caught my daughter stealing at the grocery store. I need to teach her a lesson. And he said, and I, I didn't know what he was going to say. He looked yeah. at me, he said, no problem, ma'am. I got you. My daughter completely freaked out. He took her to the, to a like he took the time. He took her back to a jail cell, showed her where the prisoners sit, where they eat, what they wow. eat. And he was like, is That's this the kind of life you want to have? <laughs> so I get home. I call my dad on the way home and I'm telling him what happened. He was like, That's great. Scared straight. You know, you should have done that. That's amazing because he worked in the juvenile detention center. Oh, um, I see. So he understood. I got home. My husband was so mad. We got into a major fight. We weren't on the same page. Like he was like, how dare you? And then he took it to a race issue. How dare oh, you have no. some white police officer discipline my child? I'm like, it's not disciplining. It yeah. is a lesson in life. And it's the fact that you don't see that, that's a problem. 
And those are, that's again, shared values, core exactly. values, things that you, that you see in the same way. And it really does make a difference because I've been married 20 years and I know that you. <laughs> the way that we maintain our relationship going is because we keep the same core value system. You know, yep. the way that we spend our money, it's exactly the same way. The way we feel about raising the, my kids is exactly the same way. Like we, and if we ever have like a conflict of values, Mm -hmm. We talk them through because it's like, okay, well, why, why do you feel that way? Well, I, I feel this way and I'm very strongly feel this way because of this. And I think there's a lot of dialogue that happens in that sense. And again, it goes back to the idea that, that I really feel like I was thinking about this when we were, we were talking Mm -hmm. back, you know, a few weeks ago that it is a partnership because a partnership, again, it is about, um, more than emotions it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's like you say, there's like a base, there's like a foundation. It's not going to just fall apart the minute the wind blows at it. Exactly. It's going to withstand something. So one thing that you mentioned, you know, when we were talking is why do you think that women nowadays are not, are not, I, I think there's so much cut up and cut up in being in a relationship and not mm-hmm. really seeing the partnership. I think it's because, um, and I'm guilty of this, you're caught up in the moment and the desire to have someone in your life. Whereas when you think about a partnership, the time should be irrelevant because you want to find that right person. Yeah. But I, like I said, guilty as charged because I've been like, oh my God, I really want someone in my life. I want to cuddle, boo, boo, boo. But at the same token, when you do that, you get into what I I consider destructive relationships because then you acquiesce parts of yourself for that person. You accept things that you don't think are, you you accept things that you you should not. Whereas like now in a partnership, I'm clear on who I am. I have my list of non-negotiables when I'm, when I'm dating someone mm-hmm. and if they don't meet, meet that list and, you know, I'm not saying I'm a prude or anything, but it's, it's high level stuff. Yeah. You um, have standards. You have, you exactly. have standards. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't even waste, I don't go to date two. If I, you know, after a conversation, I, I I'm pretty good at reading people okay. after a conversation. It's like, Oh no, this ain't gonna work. You know, I can now keep it moving, but it's just, I realized how important it is to me, for me to have my list of non-negotiables. So I'm not caught up in the moment. I'm looking for the longevity and not the moment. So Rhonda, let me ask you this. this, Did this idea come to you through the years and through like wisdom, through divorce and all of that? Like, did it come after a long while? Listen, yes. Yeah, I feel like it's more, it's, it's, it's a very elevated way of looking at a partnership or a relationship with somebody, you know, I don't, I don't hear very, I mean, I do hear women say, oh, I want to be a part of a power couple, but I think they know it exactly, but (laughs) they know it in a very superficial way, maybe just based on what they see on social media. Mm. right you gotta do some research like I started like I said I kissed way too many frogs and um I was getting I literally I think I took about a year off from just dating and it was funny because when I first got divorced um I was at a site visit um in Florida and I just met this woman she was part of the team and I didn't even know her 
And we were just, you know, car talking. And she was like, um, are you married? Separated? I said, I'm going through a divorce. And she t- looked at me. She said, take some time before you start to date again. And I okay. looked at her. I said, girl, please, I'm already dating. You know, I'm, I got to keep it moving. I was in this bad marriage. Like I'm ready yeah. to be out there. I'm ready for the next. That was the best advice I ever got that I never followed through on. So wow. it's been the last like year and a half, two years. I've been in a couple bad relationships. I just, I had to just take a step back and just say, okay, Rhonda, first of all, get to know yourself, understand what it is you want to accomplish in your life personally, professionally. Mm-hmm. And then you need to find a partner that is not going to be, that's going to be supportive, not a distraction. Um, that's going to be loving, that is going to be trustworthy versus dealing with these, you know, image, I'd say the frogs that I've been kissing, let me just put it that way. So it it was just very intentional for me. And uh, so that's what I'm looking at it. Relationships for you are very intentional. So now for, yeah, so now Mm -hmm. going forward, yeah, partnerships are very Mm -hmm. intentional for you from now on. What does it, what does it take for someone to be able to enter in a partnership with you, for example? Um, they're going to have to be financially secure, either at my level or higher. Um, cause I feel like, um, you know, like I said that, you know, some people may look at that and be like, well, that's kind of immature, but I mean, I'm just keeping it real. I'm at the age where I can't be taking care of somebody that's yeah. you know, a grown person. So we have to be on the same level or you need to be higher than me in um, an earnings perspective. Yeah, because that um, brings on insecurities, exactly. you know, it does. So it does lead mm-hmm. to another set of issues, you know. No, you're that, absolutely yeah. right. Right. And you don't want that competition. No, um, yeah. I need someone that is curious about uh, life um, because I'm pretty adventurous. I like to dib and dab in a lot of different things. Um, someone that's aware of what's going on in the world, um, because I like to have conversation, deep conversations about, you know, a lot of topics. Um, and I like to be able to have that with my partner. I don't want to have to have that with a bunch of different people. Right. Um, yeah. I'd like to be able to lay in my bed, in my bed, yes. with my partner and have, and be able Hello to have talk. Dog. Yeah, some, some good dialogue, you know, that's healthy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then I need for them to be passionate about something for themselves. So they're not always looking for me to either fill their time or entertain them. Cause I've dated guys where they literally, well, what time are you getting off? Let's get together. So like, okay, well, what you doing today? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I don't want you sitting around waiting for me, be passionate yeah. about something in your life. Right. So it goes yeah. back to being intentional, not superficial. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think there's a, there's a big difference between the two. I think there's a big difference between what women think that they want when they get out there in the world and then what they really want when they want to marry somebody. I had a conversation with a young lady in one of my podcast episodes, and she was saying how I was telling her, I, I posed a question and I said, what if on the outside they're not quite what you want them to be, but mm-hmm. their inside is, um, is, is wonderful. They're generous, they're curious, they're loving, they are considerate of you. And right. she said, well, that wouldn't, make, that wouldn't be good for me because if their outside doesn't match the inside, then I don't see how they, how, how they could be 
a good partner for me. And I told her, I said, I think you might be throwing away some good men because you're not attractive. Yes. And I went through that too. I went through that too. Like, um, I'd meet a guy, great guy and be like, he's not that good looking, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but very solid in the the way they treated me. Um, they were successful, um, very focused. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, I am not that person anymore. I don't care, you know, about, about race. Uh, you know, I, I prefer someone that lives a healthy lifestyle because I do. So I feel like I don't think I could date someone that did not because right. there would be a huge disconnect um, when it came to cooking. <laughs> like it would be like making two meals. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've I'm definitely more open in that mm-hmm. way and not superficial as it relates to, to looks, because everybody gonna get old gravity's gonna catch up with you regardless we're all gonna get old uh, exactly so i mean if we're blessed to get old right we are, we're gonna get old so you want someone that you could have yeah. that conversation with you know when when the sex maybe dies um when they're bald or when you put on some extra pounds and things like that and he still right. looks at you and be like you are absolutely beautiful and i don't know that men that are so-called gorgeous are going to do that for you because they're they're so superficial yeah. And the other thing that I've noticed is the ones that are very handsome and very, you know, into themselves, they know that they are coveted. So they go out there in the world yep. and um, play the field and play the, mm-hmm. the the games, all the little games, because they know there's, there's a lot of women out there looking for guys. Yeah. I and they want they that, that, they want the handsome guy and, yeah. you know, he's going to hurt and disappoint them. Whereas, you know, the guy that, you know, may be a little bit bald, you know, <laughs> or whatever, He's right. going to treat you like a queen. I want to be, I want to be treated like a queen. I'm on the yeah. ground. You know? Yeah. You know, I think it comes with age too. I think there's a, there's a wisdom that comes with all of mm-hmm. this because the girl that I was talking to, she's in her, I think she's in her low thirties. Oh, and I okay. was just, I was just like, yeah, I think you may change your mind as you go along in life because it, it doesn't all, I said, you know, that it doesn't mean that because they're nice looking on the outside and they take care of their body. It doesn't mean anything that their inside is going to be great and beautiful and amazing. There's no guarantee in any of it. It could go either way. No, and so, right. yeah, so I think it's generational, you know, a lot of that. So one thing we talked about the last time that I want to ask you about is you talked about the chase and how you like a man who will chase you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you like somebody who will pursue Right. Do you still see guys doing that? I do. Um, oh, good. Yeah, I've, I've I've met a couple of guys that are that are still kind of traditional in that way. Um, not texters, but will call you. Um, in fact, since you and I chatted, I met a guy. Okay. And he has been all about the chase. He was very intentional. So I met him on Tinder. We, which you know, <laughs> I was not anticipating that. Um, mm-hmm. But he lives in Oakland and I'm in LA. Within two weeks, he said, I want to take a leap, a leap of faith. And I would like to come down and spend the weekend with you. He got a hotel. Wow. Um, we went out dancing, went to dinner, we went on a bike ride. There was nothing intimate about it, but it was just getting to know each other and having good dialogue. And he's 
still continues to be that intentional guy. He's flown me up to Oakland. He's coming back down next week. We're going on a cruise next month. Oh my so gosh. Really like the chase and very intentional yeah. on wanting to spend time with me. Yeah. And he is not mixing any words. Whereas there have been other guys where it's almost like, you know, got the phone, like, are they going to call or text or something? We went out, we had a good day. Crickets. This guy, absolutely not. Do you tell them that you're looking for a partnership and not a relationship? Actually, I had that conversation. You did. And what did he say? He said, he said, now that's a different way of looking at things. And I just outlined for him why I felt that way. Okay. And he was in absolute agreement. He said that, you know, what's that? Oh, was he receptive to it? Okay, good. Like, he's like, I, I never thought of it that way. He said, that seems more, I'm trying to get his words, like more solid, Uh um, more trust, um, you know, but at the same token, having your individuality, like you don't lose yourself. Yeah. And like I said, we're, a plane ride away. I mean, cause it's yeah. like six hours. So, um, it seems to be working. Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, of course. But tell me about, okay. So let's say he's on board and like, yeah, he likes this. Mm-hmm. What, I mean, what are you, up, are you upfront with your goals and your intentions right from the beginning? Yep. Yeah. I don't, I mean, listen, yeah, you're not time. thinking they're going to be scared away or they're going to think, oh, this. And if they, if they are, they're not. God bless you. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> like, all right. Okay. <laughs> that means that you're not the person, right? We need to be able to have those conversations. I'm not going to say you do it on the first day, but if you start to see that there yeah. is something there, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste a lot of time because time is something you don't get back. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't spend months and months trying to figure out, okay, is today the right day? I think I had that conversation with him in person, our second date. Five Bandicia season five is sponsored by SNR Creative. Are you putting your money towards visibility, but not seeing any change or business growth? Well, that is the problem. SNR Creative is a boutique marketing and business development firm in Houston that specializes in turning your ideas into reality in the most creative way possible. From social media management to website development, graphic design to event management, this full-service creative team does it all. The world can't go on without your services, so let's make sure everybody knows your name. You're either fascinating or forgotten. What will you choose? Get ahead and above the competition by contacting SNR Creative with the link in my bio. Mention Vibes by Alicia and receive a free business consultation. Vibes by Alicia Season 5 is sponsored by SheSpace. Hey you. Yes you. Badass hardworking boss. If you're tired of cliche spaces, of the regular and unimpressive, you want to add a little bit of spice to the shared co-working experience, I have just the place. SheSpace is the hub for bold women. It's the queen's throne away from home. I firmly believe in the proximity principle, which refers to the intention of surrounding yourself with the people who embody your ambitions to achieve them. Find that proximity and experience the dream job life here at SheSpace. With membership, you'll have access to a multitude of amenities, a robust calendar of events, and overall a group of like-minded women. So what are you waiting for? Come and see us at SheSpace. 
Spice by Alicia, Season 5 is sponsored by Finest Blood. Finest Blood provides patients and partners and clinics with service at its finest. Avoid mixed diagnosis in unprecedented times and commit to laboratory services in the finest way. Whether you are participating in mobile or in-lab services, we will provide you with the finest care and make sure your satisfaction is met. No more waiting long hours in clinics. No more waiting long hours for results. No more leaving the comfort of your own home, if that's what you choose. At Finest Blood, our system is designed to alleviate the challenges of accessibility and timeliness of lab work while providing exceptional customer care. We provide you with the best, best care in anything that we do. Come and see us or follow us at finestbloodllc.com. Because I wanted, I didn't want to have it on the phone. I wanted yeah. to see his, his reaction um, because I'm not going to change that. And if he wasn't down for it, okay, you uh -huh. know, it's nice to meet you. Great guy. I'm going to keep it moving. That was my, my whole thought process because I believe that there is somebody out there for everybody. And I think that the key is finding, first of all, finding yourself and knowing who you are and uh -huh. finding the right person. And don't get caught up in the moment. Don't get caught up in the moment. Wow. This is really good advice. I think a lot of young women need to hear this advice because um, I think a lot, a lot of them, if, this is just from conversations that I have, it's all anecdotal, but mm -hmm. you know, they, they, they mentioned that, you know, there's, there's a problem with communication. There's problem with mutual goals. Mm -hmm. They don't, um, they don't feel like they're ready to settle down. So many of the women are so ready to settle down. Like they're looking for a lot of, of romanticism. They're yeah. looking for like, you know, their prince. And that's so, so clouded. That's, it, yeah. me, that's clouded. Tell me whereas, about that. Well, yeah, because whereas like when you get into the feelings, that's very clouded about what it is that you're looking for. Whereas a partnership is clear cut, right? Because you have that honest conversation. Yeah. With yourself and with your, your person. So they're sitting around there romanticizing about, I want Prince Charming because I've been there. I want Prince Charming. He has to have this kind of car. He needs to look like this. That's not reality, girl. Right. <laughs> that is not reality. And you want someone that is really going to want to spend the time and invest with you. And partnerships take time. You know, yeah. relationships happen fast. Yeah. And partnerships takes time and you build that trust and that connection, but you maintain your individuality. So for me, that's just clear cut difference between the two. Yeah. So what, before we head out, what is one piece of advice that you would give, you know, to other women who, who tend to go more towards the romantics, you know, relationship, mm -hmm. the, the, I think the faux relationships they see on social all the time mm -hmm. and they're not really thinking partnership. Right. I would say if you are really looking to truly be happy, you want to be honest with yourself on what it is that you need to, um, to be happy and to grow in your life as it relates to your mate. So do you wanna be in a relationship with someone? I mean, it's, life is about choices, right? So do you wanna be in a relationship with someone that is the, the romance of it is good? Like we talked about the looks, the cars, blah, blah, the house and all that. 
but mm-hmm. he treats you like crap. Do you want that? That's not going to last for a, a longevity. Or do you want someone that you're on the same page with? And that doesn't mean you're not going to have disagreements, but just like you and your husband, yeah, you have the maturity where you talk things through. Yes, and it's not um, it's not um, uh, with malice or it's not ugly. It's yeah. just an honest conversation. Whereas when you get caught up in the romance of things and um, your boyfriend, you romanticizing about the situation, it can get ugly. It when does. you don't have the yeah. chemistry and the connection and you're not on the same page. Whereas when you have a partnership and you're on the same page, you mitigate that ugliness part of it because you all are in agreement and in alignment with right. each other. And I, like I said, I've been there yeah. um, and I don't ever want to go there again. And, 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 and honestly, the guy that I'm with right now, we, we have not had one argument. We are in complete alignment and we've had some disagreements, but we yeah, talk of course. About you know, but that's life. We're all individuals. Everybody. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think the other thing that I always stress in, in, in anything, any conversation I have with my friends or girls that are younger than I, and like, how do I, you know, find someone I'm like, first of all, when you see marriages and you see them long-term, a lot of work has gone into that relationship the photo or the one thing that you're seeing, you know, in maybe a photo that they post or whatever, it doesn't say all of the conversations they've had in the background, all of the hardships they've gone through. Because I think a lot of times we don't talk about those things. Like we don't talk about, you know, when, you know, when we're supporting one and we're supporting the other, the one, you know, is, is doing this and the other one wants to do that. There's a lot of conversations that are going on. And I think a lot of people assume that a relationship has to be easy from the beginning in order Never. for it to be a good relationship. <laughs> and, and it's not necessarily like that. I mean, it's, Mm-mm. it's good. You shouldn't be arguing all the time, but there is a lot of negotiation that goes a lot of compromising that's going on in a relationship all the time, no matter what. Yeah. And you're going to have in a, tough in times. a partnership, <laughs> in a partnership, right? Yeah. I, I mean, you're going to have tough times. Good. That's just like with any, yeah. you dealing with any human being, there's going to be some tough times, but it's like we talked about, if you have that foundation, right. Then when the wind blows, you know, the house will stand. So my vote is for a partnership. Ladies don't get caught up in these relationships and, and miss out on a fruitful and fulfilling life. Yeah. And the other conversation that I have with them is like, well, you know, all these, okay. Cause now there's this movement of men on, on social too. That's mm-hmm. where I get all these, all these DMS and questions from, uh, from my podcast. You know, a lot of guys are saying, I'm looking for a lady that, um, where we can grow together. I'm looking for that lady. That's going to be able to, you know, um, handle me as as I grow into this mogul and it's like part of me is like yeah it's us right it's us growing together as moguls Mm -hmm. not just you um and number two it's like wow what an interesting concept that it's the men looking for the ladies now to be in a partnership of like um jay-z beyonce type status is kind of what they're thinking what do you think about that? Well, Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. That's all I can say. <laughs> Bad example. 
So I'm just saying, don't get caught up. I mean, the yeah. mere fact that there are, these guys are saying that says to me that they only care about themselves. I want you to grow into me. And so ladies, you get it with a guy that's talking like that. You need to run the other way super, super fast because it is going to be all about him and yeah. you are going to lose who you are. And that is not what is intended for your life. Period. Yeah. It's yeah. not. So I would, I, I'd be running so fast. <laughs> I, I think my red flag would be when it's me, 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 and not we, 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 right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but there's no I in team, right? If you're going to be a team, <laughs> you know, you're supposed to be on the same play, page the together. Same page. Partnerships take both and, and respecting each other's skills, respecting each other's um, uh, strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, my husband and I have a partnership, but we understand what my weaknesses are. We understand where his are and we complement each other. And I think we, we build on those things that I know that he's not very good at. So I'll jump in and help him out with those things. And he knows when he's not, you know, when I'm not very good at something, he'll jump in and like, um, help me out with that because, you know, I, I tend to, to, to be very direct and I don't have like a lot of finessing, I guess, Mm -hmm. in sales. Mm -hmm. And so he's very good at like finessing people and, you know, making them more comfortable negotiating things. But he, on the other hand, isn't very good at like, um, at like, you know, having tact and being a little more tactful in his conversation. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I, that's where I kind of come in and say, okay, and this is how we need to phrase this sentence. This is how we need to phrase this email. Let's talk it over. I think you're being a little too strong. So I think that's important in a partnership too. Like you have to realize that you both don't have a bunch of strengths. You both don't have a bunch of weaknesses. This is where do you fit in with each other and exactly. fit that puzzle, right? That's a and great, that is a, that is a great point. That is a great point because you are complimenting each other and yeah. you understand each other's strengths and weaknesses. And that's what I would say is a true partnership. So kudos to y'all. I mean, you guys are like relations, like partnership goals for me. <laughs> like, I want to, I want to yeah. be, I want to be that person. <laughs> you know what though? We don't have any problem talking things through. Cause when I have an issue with him, Rhonda, I go straight to him and I'm like, I do not like this. I'm not happy about this. And we, we, we hash it out, you know, that's good. Um, and I have friends who say, oh, no, I will like steam and I will go close my door. I'm like, no, you've got to tell him why you're. But, but what, but what yeah. was the productivity out of that? Yeah. Right. When you, when you approach it from that perspective, you waste time being mad. Yeah. You know, you would you assume yeah. that you're going to wake up the next morning because right. you never know what's going on inside your body. So mm-hmm. why? Why do that? So true. You know, people take life for granted and think that they're going to have the the chance tomorrow to talk about it. Go ahead and get it over with. Have the conversation. It might be tough, but, you know, be a grown up and have that conversation. And have it and go over that and not, you know, not not let it fester. The more a problem festers, the worse it becomes instead Mm -hmm. of getting, you know, getting to the point right, right straight from the beginning. No, you're absolutely right. Like the guy I'm dating now, I said something to him that he did not like on text. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he texted me. He was like, it took him a couple hours. He texted me. And he was like, um, do you have a minute to talk? And I was like, okay. So he called me and he called me out on something I said. Yeah. And he was like, and then afterwards, <laughs> I just let him talk. And he's like, are you okay? I mm-hmm. said, you know what? Kudos to you 
yeah. for calling me out on my BS for saying something. I said, I hope you know, one, it didn't come from a place of malice. And he was like, no, no, I know that. I just didn't like what you said. Yeah. I said, I appreciate you calling me out on it. Um, that takes a lot of courage because some people would hold that yes. and let it be your point fester. Yes. And then, you know, you would feel some sort of way about me. Mm-hmm. And, and meanwhile, I don't know what's going on, thinking everything's cool, copacetic. And meanwhile, in the background, you mad as heck at me. So yeah. I, I applauded him for that. And he was just like, what? Really? You're, I love you're okay that. With this? <laughs> no, and I love when men, men take on something and say, you know what? I need to talk to you about that. Like, I love that because that means that my relationship with him means enough that he needs to have, you know, talk it through so that we that can part. be on, you know, right. Yeah. Because it matters to him. He wants us to be on the same page. He wants us to be a partner in, in whatever's going on. And I think having that conversation, you know, the one thing I always tell my husband is like, you know, with, with a talk with my, with my friends and their couples, I'm like, I can't stand these guys who are just like festering in the corner, pissed off about something, but they Mm -hmm. don't have the guts to tell their wife or tell their girlfriend when something bothers them. But you can see them at a party and they're over there sitting in a corner, just, you know, moping. Oh my God. I don't know how in the world she's married to him because there's just no way I'd be married to that. Oh, absolutely not. What a waste of life. (laughs) It's a waste. It's a waste, but you're right. It's like a partnership is very different from a relationship. Um, and, and it's a merging of two individuals without losing yourself. That's right. And that's the, that's the key part is understanding who you are. Um, because if you can't come into a partnership with, with your true self, it's not going to work either, right? So right. both need to come to the, to the table with your true, your true self, understand what your common goals are, your individual goals are, and not lose yourself in it. And I think it's okay to be upfront about that. In fact, I encourage that. I love that, Rhonda. Thank you so much. So we're going to close it out. And I just want to say thank you so much for being on this episode. I think it's just such a good way of looking at... um, at, uh, at relationships and partnerships in a very unique and different way. And I think both of us come from years of being in relationships, going through things um, and just giving a little bit of advice to the ladies out there and just mm-hmm. saying, you know what, maybe you need to approach things a little bit different. It may work. It may not work. This is our experience. This is your experience. This right. is mine. It's all very personal. Obviously there's not one size fits all. Everybody's different. But, you know, looking at things maybe a little bit different than what you're used to and maybe thinking about, you know, um, talking goals and values right from the beginning and being very upfront about what you're really wanting somebody um, and just not compromising who you you really are, your authentic self, you know, 100 percent that transparency and being true to yourself. And I appreciate you um, allowing me to come on your podcast alicia i know i enjoyed our our one-on-one conversation i think we talked for quite a while so i know it was uh, fun I appreciate the invitation and um i hope their listeners enjoyed it and take something from it yeah i think they will thank you so much Rhonda. and so tell us a little bit about how people can find you what you're doing i love for my people to follow you if you have an instagram account or you have a business let everybody know Sure. Um, well, I don't have a business right now per se. I'm a VP group account director at an advertising agency. Okay. Um, a passion project is I have this group called We Are One. Um, okay. And what we do is virtual concerts 
Um, I'm actually headed to Atlanta next week to record a concert with um, an R&B singer, Will Downing, and a jazz saxophone player named Mike Phillips. Our goal, our North Star at some point is to do a huge festival on an island like Costa Rica, something like that with jazz and R&B artists. Um, we're shooting for 2023, but you know, we're starting small. I we got some that. sponsors. Um, so that's that's kind of like my my passion project that I that I do on the side. And just talking about relationships and partnerships is just something I do with my girlfriend. So Yay. this is something I like to do to try to pay it forward to women. It's like, you know, think about things a little bit differently. But yeah, if you can check out We Are One, um, we're, we're doing some good stuff. Awesome, awesome, fantastic. And guys, if you ever wanna know anything more about us, follow us, uh, look us up on Apple, on Spotify, Google, we are everywhere. And we appreciate your feedback. We love your DMs. I love your DMs. I get the best questions from all my listeners. Thank you so much, Rhonda. I really appreciate you so much. And um, guys, look out for her episode and look out for weareone.com and look out for that uh, concert. I think I'll, I'm, I might be ready to go to one of those. I all love right, R&B. I love 90s R&B. There you go. I need to get I need to get with the times, but that's my favorite time. It's okay to be nostalgic. I went to Sting a couple of weeks ago and I was in heaven. Yes, Joe to see uh Bobby Brown. Yes. Oh my god, I can just oh love, 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 love. Thank you, Rhonda. I appreciate you so much. All right, thank you. Appreciate you as well and have a good week and weekend. You too. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.